This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 350. Yes, it's a milestone episode. John, I'm going to put an extra pressure on you. you you're going to deliver for episode 350? Oh, man, I hope so. <laughs> but anyway, we have John Gargano. Now, he is with Rise Land Care. John, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Doing great. Sorry to put all that pressure on you. I, I know you've had a long day already, but I, I just I feel you're going to come through for us. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, I just, uh, you know, one living down here in southwest Florida coming from Pennsylvania um, and then getting to, to talk with guys like you who get to enjoy this weather, you know, kind of 24 seven. Right. Uh, you know, how blessed are we to live here and how blessed are we to have folks like you that make this area look even more just gorgeous. So let's get into your company, Rise Land Care. Tell us what you guys are doing. Well, um, Rise Land Care, we started, I started the company in 2017, uh, originally as Bismarck Land Care, um, Bismarck after the Bismarck Palm. Um, the problem with that though, which I learned very quickly, everyone thought I was from Bismarck, North Dakota. Um, you know, a lot of folks, don't know what a Bismarck palm is. So they say, Oh, Bismarck, Bismarck, North Dakota. I'm like, no, it's, it's, you know, it's a beautiful palm. You know, I was going for, you know, Juniper, one of the, you know, big companies in the area, they named themselves after a, a plant and they got away with it. So I'm like, Hey, let's try the same thing. I didn't work out and you know, the name was okay, but it just didn't sit with me. Um, right, right. And at first I focused a lot more on maintenance and, um, so starting in 2017, and I just I just said, you know, um, I kind of got burned out really quickly. Did a full time job on top of it, and oh. like born and raised in Florida, so I I need a break. So I sold everything, sold the company. Well, I didn't sell the company. I sold the contracts that I had, and yeah. I moved out to Colorado for six months. Tried the office job, realized I had it pretty good in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like the snow and uh, northern folks will probably be a little upset with me, but about the second time wiping snow off my windshield, I was like, nope, not anymore. And uh, moved back to Florida, rebranded as Rise Land Care and haven't looked back since. Um, I love every second of it. I love being outside. So we really focus on um, design build. Uh, so we do a lot of, you know, installs, um, we're not a huge conglomerate. We're not a huge company. We focus on usually one or two jobs, maybe three jobs at a time. But it's all about quality. It's all about customer service. And it's all about communication. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's been my focus from the very beginning. And, you know, I have a lot of you know, family in the area. And they have told me, like, oh, man, if I could just get my landscaper to call me back, if I can just, you know, do this, can I just do that? Mm -hmm. So my whole focus is, you know, quality over quantity. Um, and, you know, I tell the customer every single time I'm on the job site, every single time you start a job, I'm not done until you're happy. So if there's something that, you know, you're, that is, you know, needs changed or adjusted or whatever, you know, I, you're the one paying the money for it. Like I, I'm, I want it to, I want the customer to be just as happy as I am with it. And I'm, mm -hmm. my, biggest, I'm my biggest critic. So you know, making sure everything's clean and spotless when we leave and, you know, clean as we go and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. 
Wow. Well, what a story. I mean, you know, nothing better than to have something and then walk away from it or it's taken away. I mean, I, I, you know, the wonderful thing about these Good Neighbor podcasts, I've heard so many different variations of your story, whether it's the, you know, the uh, the recession of the, you know, 2008, 10 and so forth, where businesses had to shut down, but they came back, didn't have to. And, and in your case, you know, you uh, you got burned out, you got regenerated, maybe it had something to do with the cold. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but you realize what you had and and more importantly, your passion, you know, and and uh, so you came back and really started all over again. And that's uh, that's tough to do. Yes, sir. Well, good for you. So what was it, you know, what was your journey like into the landscaping business? Uh, so, uh, you know, being born and raised Fort Myers, Florida, which I think I'm a pretty rare breed in the area. I think everyone I run into, they're just shocked that I'm actually a local because most people that live here aren't locals, which I kind of love. You know, I love meeting people from all over the country. Um, <laughs> I think I have yet to have a customer that was born and raised here. Maybe, maybe one, one or two, maybe, but I love, yeah. it. you know, I love meeting people from all over the place, um, yeah. but born and raised. And uh, I mean, ever since I can remember, I mean, probably since I've been six. Um, so I'm 26. So I guess 20 years, um, you know, my, my family lives on an acre um, near downtown Fort Myers. And, you know, my dad always has had a passion for the outdoors, for landscaping. He's always, you know, he's that guy that always needs to have, you know, a nice yard, but not just a nice yard, really nice tropical plants. So, you know, and he's always thinking of some other project or something else that he wants done in the yard. And so, you know, six-year-old me would follow all the landscapers around the yard asking them questions. I was that annoying little kid. Hey, what's this plant? What's that plant? Why, you know, is, is rain better than sprinklers? Well, why, if you can sprinkle, you know, you can put more water, wouldn't that be better? Or, you know, Hey, why this fertilizer? Why that fertilizer? And they, they all just like were really nice and took their time yeah. and really explained everything and, and worked with me on stuff. And they got to the point where they would bring, they would bring us plants from different jobs. Like they had stuff left over or like they had a clean out and they had, you know, extra this, or extra that. And they would just give it to me. And my dad gave me this little like corner in our, in our yard. And he's like, uh -huh. your corner. And so like, that was like me and my brothers, we dig and build forests, whatever. But then I had like this other little section, which was like, I call it like, my little nursery. And I would, you know, lay out the plants, like the landscapers and, you know, design and do little trim, trim and stuff. And, you know, just growing up, I had a blast, you know, I loved going out every day and just, you know, working on the yard, you know, trimming plants, you know, taking cuttings, growing new plants, finding out that, you know, when you cut red sisters or dracanas, that when you cut them, two new ones shoot up. I thought that was the coolest thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it grew a passion and, you know, about, I don't know, by the time I actually could start doing semi-physical labor, like, I don't know, say 12, my dad would be like, okay, you're in charge. Here's, you know, $500. What are you going to do with this little section? And we'd go to Home Depot and I'd say, I want that plant, that plant, that plant, that plant. And we'd load them up. I'd go do it. And, you know, by the time I was 16, I would just go get up to the plants myself. Um, and it just kind of went from there to, you know, it went from this little square little plot to yeah. you know, half the yard. He'd have this project or this idea or that idea. Or, hey, let's rip this out and actually change this. Um, so went to high school. Um, 
I never really worked for any landscaper. It was more just, I mean, literally, I feel like I think every single weekend I was doing something at my parents yeah. uh, or, you know, family friend or whatever. Went to high school, graduated in 2013. I went to Ave Marie University um, down in Ave Marie, Florida. Um, went there, got my uh, bachelor's in humanities, liberal studies, which I absolutely loved because I, I think m- – Part of what people miss, and I'm sorry if I kind of go off on little splurts here. My, my brain. This is good, yeah. I think part of what people miss in the blue collar field, and this is something I want to bring, is the pers- personality of it. Um, 90, 95% of the business, I mean, everyone knows the the skills part, you know? I mean, you, everyone knows, you know, if you're an electrician, like, if you didn't know how to really be an electrician, you'd end up killing yourself because you'd accidentally, you know, electrocute or whatever. No, it's the same with plumbing. If you didn't know your trade, like you would flood a house and you'd be sued for a million dollars. You know, it's the same with landscaping. Like if you don't know your trade, like, you know, obviously there's some guys that know something than others, but what really it comes down to and what separates anyone is, do you like and enjoy and know how to talk to people? And, you know, um, I actually recently just got married in January. And, you know, so I was talking to my wife. I was like, you know what? My favorite part of it is it is the plants, but it's really just the people, you know, just getting to meet people and sitting down with people and, you know, hearing about their dreams and how they want to achieve them. And, you know, being the guy that gets to work with them and, like, help them kind of see their vision become, like, reality. Like, that's what, like, wakes me up in the morning. You know, I love love that aspect of it. And so – People are like, oh, humanities and liberal studies, like that doesn't have anything to do with landscaping, but I would beg to differ. It has everything to do because it has everything to do with the one part of most blue collar businesses that people don't get, which is how to talk and interact with people. I mean, that's, I think that's the name of the game more than anything. Um, hmm. so, once, yeah, that's a good point. so once I graduated in 2017, I actually went to the uh, director of the, physical plant at the university that sits on like 80 acres. Um, and I went to him and I said, Hey, your landscaping looks terrible. I, I can help you. Why don't you hire me as a, this is, sorry, my senior year. I said, why don't you hire me as a part-time student? You pay me whatever you want hourly. I don't care. I'll do 20 hours a week and I'll start fixing some of the stuff for you. And they said, all right, deal. So they gave me a golf cart and some crappy tools. And it turned out I ended up starting to bring my own tools because I got so annoyed using theirs. Uh, and, it, and it, it was it was funny. They originally had a maintenance contract with another company, and they would just bring me in just to kind of work behind, just to do stuff they weren't doing. Uh-huh. And then it ends up turning out they came to me my senior year, and they go, "We're actually going to bring this in house, and we're going to do everything in house, and we want you on the team." And I was like, "Okay." And so I that's I graduated, went on that team, and you know I I did all of their all of their irrigation and all of their new installs for a year. I mean, we did a lot. I mean, we probably did what would equate to around $200,000 worth of install. Um, we did it about a year and they loved it cause they were just playing, paying costs on plants cause they had me to, you know, give them the ideas and install it all. And again, it was just me capitalizing on what I grew up doing. Um, and I realized how much I loved it. I was like, wow. Cause I was doing, you know, what I used to do as a kid on a much larger, larger scale. Um, yeah. And then I started, you know, kind of sitting down doing the math on it. I said, shoot, if I was doing this, you know, full time for myself, you know, that'd be pretty good living. And I love doing it. Love being outside. And so that's when I started my landscape company in 2017. And, you know, 
you heard the rest of the beginning and that's where we are now. And we're, I mean, we're just getting started. Um, yeah. I, I see Southwest Florida, um, I guess right, right for the taken. But the thing is yeah. what's so, what's so awesome. Um, again, this is another side tangent, not tangent, but side, side blurb. <laughs> I go on. Um, <laughs> what I see a lot of in like the younger, you know, hungry landscapers, you know, um, it's, it's like a, like no one's really competitive and no one's really competing with one another because at least the guys my age that I know, um, you know, Chris Cueva, Cueva Lawn Care, Bailey Peer, Peer Landscaping, you know, a lot of these guys, they're my age. They're not, they're not, um, I think everyone realizes that, hey, there's plenty of work for all of us. So like, mm-hmm. we don't need to be cutthroat. We don't need to be, you know, at each other's throats or bashing one another. Like, you know, I get referrals from, from some guys that I know in, in Fort Myers all the time, you know, yeah. he has, yeah. he has so much work and he knows he wants, he wants these people taken care of, you know? And so he knows I'll take care of them. So he sends me in my way and, you know, and when I have stuff, I'll, I'll give it to people or, you know, whatever. It's, it's just, yeah. it's yeah. the, the lawn care community really, I think is shifting. Um, the age demographic is definitely shifting. I think a lot of, you know, I think a lot of people blue collar in general are starting to retire and, you know, mm. like a vacuum there's, and then all, there's a lot of young, young entrepreneurial driven guys that are really coming to the forefront and it's, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, I love being a part of it. Um, especially in, you know, Southwest Florida. It's, it's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. So big question for you. So 2018 or 2017, you opened, you got burnout, you stepped away, got restarted again, doing great. What's the difference? You know, what, what did you figure out from a burnout standpoint that allows you to, you know, not have that happen again? Well, I think it's just, you know, it's an outlook and it's how you, it's how you start your day. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a Catholic. I love my faith. I love God. And, you know, for me, you know, and again, it's, you know, not everyone's Catholic. So, but this isn't something that like, it's exclusively Catholic. Um, Really just, it's starting your day every morning with, you know, prayer time, or if you want to say meditative time or whatever, you know, whatever, you know, I love every morning I, I wake up, you know, before the sun rises and I, you know, drink a cup of coffee and I read the Bible. I read, you know, some motivational stuff. I read, um, some self growth books. Um, and it really helps you to kind of focus and really, you know, align your day and put everything in perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, it helps you to focus and realize that like, just cause you have a crappy day, if you have a crappy day, that's, you know, that's just the beginning or, you know, of the story. And usually something good comes of it as long as you kind of, you're determined and you know, keep pushing and keep moving uh, forward. Right? I, think it's, I think it's really, a, it's just a maturity thing. I, I think, yeah. I think, in, you know, for just graduated college, a little immature, um, yeah. you know, kind of having that transition of, you know, leaving the state I was born in for a little bit, allowed me to kind of see things in a different lens and like gain some at more, you know, more of a, you know, Respect, a, uh, yeah. 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 And, yeah. And so, that all makes sense. Yeah. Great answer. How about when it comes to landscaping myths? You know, what do you hear out there? What can you dispel for our listeners? Uh, do you want the? Well, I can I can throw like 
typical industry ones. And then I can also throw you maybe some like, like nerdy scientific stuff that like people are always shocked by. Oh, I like shock. One of, one of the most, and this drives me crazy. People make fun of me for like, John, why are you, why are you such a like stickler? And it's like, cause it's true. Palms aren't trees and everyone calls them palm trees. And like, right. And the joke is in the end, like for the guys that know, it's kind of like if your landscaper calls it a palm tree, fire him immediately because he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> They're not trees. Because so like a regular tree, it's a dicot, like the way that the, it expands. But like a, a palm is technically a monocot. It's it's technically in the grass family. So it the way that it like comes forward, it doesn't actually build like a, oh man, I, I can't get too scientific, but like it builds the layer. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're not trees. And so when people like everyone I know calls them palm trees, I'm like, no, they're tree. They're not palm trees. They're just palms, straight palms. Do not, do not put wow. tree in it. So that's a myth. Um, that's a good one. You got me on that one. I had no idea. Another big one. I'd say people, they, they, they have this idea that if you cut grass lower, it looks better and it's better for it. That's completely not true. It actually slowly kills your lawn. Um, <laughs> That's another one. If your if your lawn care provider is cutting your grass below four inches, fire him. Um, <laughs> it, it should not be cut any lower than four. If anything, it should be cut at like four and three quarters. But you know, I, I can't tell people what to do. They're like, I want the golf course look. I was like, but yeah, you have you have San Augustine. This isn't this isn't Bermuda or past palette. So sorry, go get the golf course grass, and then you can do golf course cutting. <laughs> uh, what else? Um. I mean, I'd say another one is I feel like, especially in the land care industry, you know, oh, there's no reputable companies in this area. They're all fly-by-nighters. That's not true. I mean, the guys I even mentioned earlier, yeah, all great guys, great companies. Um, that's definitely a myth. Um, yeah. What else? Well, yeah, yeah, covered three good ones there. You are. Uh... <laughs> of information i'm still blown away by the palm uh, uh that i used to call palm tree uh, so how about john when you're not doing the landscape thing what are you doing for fun um you know i love the outdoors i love camping my family has um some property up in uh you know north florida not north florida just a little bit north of here um and we go out we go camping we go skeet shooting you know hunting um i love being outdoors um fishing when i can it was a great pastime in high school somewhat in college you know with mm. landscaping i've kind of not had as much time to go i want to get back into it once i can kind of get things you know more yeah. more systematized i guess um i love cooking um i love 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 cooking um what's your favorite uh, dish Italian. Yeah. Anything Italian with pasta. <laughs> Can't go wrong there. Yeah. If the, last, if the last name didn't give it away. <laughs> That's great. How about from a hardship or a challenge standpoint? Uh, I mean, you, you, you covered some earlier, but what comes to mind, John, when you now look back at your old age of 26, so uh, having so lived old. so long, uh, you know, to say, hey, I, I got through X and because of it, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. I mean, I think it was, mm, I think the first thing that kind of comes to mind is my first kind of big install. Um, you know, back in 2017, 
Mm-hmm. And it was it was a little daunting. I mean, it was I think it was uh, I don't know twenty something, maybe twenty thousand dollars job. I don't even know what it was. It was you know it was a decent job. You know, especially as yeah. a kid right out of college, and um, you know it was kind of daunting. You know, this whoa, I'm working with you know a developer, and I'm working with you know this guy and I had some, some subs and I had to figure out how, you know, Oh, well, I don't have an irrigation license. How am I going to get, you know, irrigation done? Oh. I don't have sod, you know, I don't really have the manpower to put, you know, 15,000 square feet of sod down at this point, you know, and then kind of come up with a whole landscape design and then, you know, meeting with the developer and then being like, mm, we, we need want to change this or change that and kind of like, Oh, but it's better this way. And they're like, no, but we want this. And then kind of realizing that, you know what, customers always right. And you know, if they want that, they want that. And yeah, I think it was just getting, getting over and getting through my first big install kind of gave me the confidence to be like, you know what? Like, no, like there's no reason why I can't do this for a living. Um, yeah. And from there, I haven't really looked back. You know? Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, you know, that that leap of faith that it's like, you know, you get into that world, you get your first big deal, and you're thinking, how the heck am I going to pull this off? But you just know, you know, you have that inner faith that you're going to figure it out. You don't have the answers right now, but, you know, the universe is going to lead me to meeting the right people and, and all that. And, yeah, now you look back and say, well, I did that. I can do anything else now so well that, that's that's kind of one of the things too like in you know the the blue collar sphere and the you know in construction and you know whatever it is and that's kind of you know with any job you come to it's kind of like, you know what you can figure it out you yeah. know what i mean like and that's what i tell my customers too it's like look like if there's something that i don't know i'm gonna tell you i don't know but you know what i'm gonna have the answer for you literally within 24 hours yeah. Um, yeah. or I'm going to bring in someone that, you know, an expert in, in this field, you know, a lot of times, you know, I'm not good with the, the more technical, um, you know, plant diseases and funguses mm-hmm. and all insects, you know, but I have some guys that I literally can send a picture to and, and they can tell me within you know, five seconds what the issue is. Right. You know, right. When they have a landscape question, they ask me a landscape question about, you know, a plant or whatever. Yeah. And again, that's just guys in the industry helping guys in the industry out. Yeah. You build your network, right? Yeah. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? We are passionate in what we do, and we are passionate to help our customers see their dreams come true. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. We communicate with them every step of the way, which I think people really appreciate. That's Again, that's that's something I realize most people don't do, and it's such a simple thing, and it, it's just kind of the right human thing to do. You know, <laughs> paying you for a job, like do the job and be professional about it. You know, yeah, yeah. yep, makes a lot of common sense, but not so common. So common. So, how about our listeners who want to get in touch with you? Where should we send them? How can they do that? Um, well, they can visit our website at rise, R-I-S-E, landcare, L-A-N-D-C-A-R-E.com. Um, you can fill out a form um, that'll get directly emailed to us. And we can set up a site visit from there. And, you know, if we, you know, if everything looks good, we really kind of put a proposal together. If you want to design, put a design together and, kind of just go from there. 
And then also on, on, on Instagram, riselandcare.com. We post a lot of our stuff on Instagram just because it's kind of the main social platform. We also have, are on Facebook. So Terrific, terrific. Well, John, pleasure uh, getting to know you and certainly uh, learned a lot. And I know our listeners did as well. And uh, wish you the best uh, going forward there. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.